Good afternoon. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County, welcoming you to the June edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, our monthly interview show the second Monday of each month on WPKN 89.5 FM, bringing you news and information about the arts and culture across coastal Fairfield County. Today, we're delighted to present the organizers of Make Music Day 2021, being celebrated in six towns in our region on the summer solstice, that's Monday, June 21st, one week from today. Well, what is Make Music Day? Well, Fête de la Musique was first celebrated in Paris in 1982 and has since spread to more than a thousand towns and cities in 120 countries around the globe and is known as Music Day, World Music Day, or Make Music Day. In North America, we have some 85 towns, cities, and regions organize well over 5,000 free concerts uh, around the country. The idea is to promote and encourage music, music, music all day and in every way across our communities. Every day, people are encouraged to come out and play the music they love in their neighborhoods and parks. Professional mus musicians also play, but for fun, not for money. All music is celebrated from classical to folk, hip hop to opera, Latin jazz to punk rock, live music of all kinds. And the idea is that the music is everywhere, on streets, sidewalks, porches, plazas, parks, gardens, storefronts, and other public spaces on the longest day of the year. You can find out more at makemusicday.org. Well, I'm delighted to report that Connecticut has the most sites of any state in the union. We have 15 towns and regions from New Haven and Hartford to Northwest Connecticut to the Southeast, more than Wisconsin's 13 and California's nine. And six of these sites are in our own region from Stratford to Ridgefield. This year, working from the Northeast to the Southwest, we have Stratford, Bridgeport, Fairfield, Norwalk, Ridgefield, and Stamford. There's a lot of hard work that goes into putting out the call, organizing and producing, and we're lucky to have the organizers of Make Music Day in these six towns with us today. And we'll be hearing some short clips of the music they'll be featuring next Monday to give you all a sense of the wide range of music being presented. So I'd like to introduce our guest today, uh, from Stratford, Colin Healy, an amateur musician himself, principal of Colin Healy Design and a board member of the Arts Alliance of Stratford. Welcome, Colin. From Bridgeport, uh, Suzanne Kachmar, executive director of City Lights Gallery and of the Bridgeport Art Gallery. Welcome, Suzanne. Thanks Thank you. From Fairfield, Mark Barnhart, Mark is Director of Community and Economic Development for the Town of Fairfield. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, David. From Norwalk, Mark Allen, Chair of the Norwalk Art Commission. Welcome, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. From Stamford, Kate Cook, 
Kate is events and marketing manager at Stamford Downtown, famous for its Alive at Five music festival during the summer in downtown Stamford. Welcome, Kate. Thank you for having me. And from Ridgefield, Jennifer DeLora, member of the Ridgefield Arts Council, which is the organizer of Ridgefield Make Music Day. Well, Thanks welcome for having all. me, David. Yes, welcome all, and thank you all for being with us today. I'd like to start out just with some personal introductions. Um, could you each just tell us a little about yourself, the organization you're with, and whether music and musicians play a part in your regular job? Let's start with Colin from Stratford. Good morning. Yes, I'm Colin Healy. Um, I make my living uh, designing homes and uh, remodeling projects a lot of which is to help people stay in their homes longer as they age. And I joined the board of the Arts Alliance of Stratford a few years ago. Our, uh, our Make Music Day grew out of an effort that David Green started called the Placemakers. And several of us who were on that board eventually became the board of the Arts Alliance of Stratford. This is our fourth year of producing Make Music Day. That's terrific, Colin. That's a that's a great story, um, Suzanne. Hey, hello. Um, I'm uh, Suzanne Katchmar from City Lights. I'm the executive director of the nonprofit City Lights and Company, and we initiated the Bridgeport Art Trail, which will do its thirteenth year, and we're celebrating seventeen years as a downtown arts venue. And as far as music. Um, music's been in my life, my whole life from a young person, just, you know, always having it. Everybody sings in my family and we <laughs> all love it. And, um, I have to say working with the artists on this project and on others, cause we do like songwriting workshops with schools, with people like Rick Reyes and Fuzz San Giovanni, not only are they my colleagues, but they're becoming my friends. And that's just added such another beautiful level to doing these things if we believe that the arts are supposed to nurture our souls. So that's been a great addition and uh, gift, I would say. So it's really community building as well as uh, you're developing a lot of personal friendships. That's, oh, that's absolutely. I learned so yeah. much. Nothing, everything needs to be done through collaboration to make it yeah. strong. Um, and Mark, Mark Barnhart from Fairfield. Hi, David. Uh, Mark Barnhart. I work for the town of Fairfield as its director of community economic development. I'm actually standing in for our volunteer organizer, Lou Hoyman, who's not able to join us today. So I want to give a shout out to her uh, for all of her hard work because she really uh, does yeoman's work pulling us all together. Uh, so thank you, Lou. And to uh, her organization, uh, she's on the board at uh, Fairfield Theatre Company, who is also one of our participating venues again this year. That's great. So there's a, an example of a collaboration between uh, a town, uh, municipality, and uh, and uh, a nonprofit organization. That's, that's great. Um, Mark Allen in Norwalk. Hey guys, how are you? Um, so although I am the chairman of the Norwalk Arts Commission, um, Make Music Day for Norwalk uh, came out of my work with the Wall Street Neighborhood Association. And uh, we had originally taken it on envisioning this for Wall Street and quickly realized that there was a demand for it to be a Norwalk citywide event. 
Uh-huh. So myself as the organizer, through my work with the association, we just decided to, you know, to, to organize it for all of Norwalk as our contribution to the city arts. Mm-hmm. And um, music plays a part in your regular job as well. Is that right? That, that's true. I, I'm also the director of marketing for a, a recording studio called Factory Underground. And uh, we record music as well as provide marketing for music artists. Terrific. Um, and uh, Kate in Stanford, I have already mentioned, um, 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 was it uh, <laughs> Arts Alive? Alive? It's Alive at Five, yeah. Alive at Five, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so we're, uh, I'm the events and marketing manager here at Stanford Downtown. I just celebrated my 10th year, which feels oh, like a lifetime. Oh, Thank you. Um, we're a business improvement district, so a lot of people assume I work for the city or what we do is from the city, but we're actually a nonprofit. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned Alive at Five, which is our, you know, larger music series, but we in the office collectively are all huge music fans and art fans. Um, So anything we can do to include it in our programming, we always welcome. Um, In addition to Make Music Day this year, we, our sculpture exhibit, which we have every summer um, is called the Piano Project this year. So we have 25 painted pianos on the streets for people to play. (laughs) Yeah, so any, like I said, any any way we can involve music, we we are happy to do so here. Great, that's great. And uh, Jennifer from Ridgefield. Yeah, hi, David. Um, I am the chair of the Ridgefield Arts Council. We are a town-appointed volunteer committee, currently of 11, um, started in 1997. We support the arts in Ridgefield, and we do that by various programs um, and initiatives, working with the over 20 creative nonprofits in town, uh, working with businesses, working with the schools. Um, and um, music has has uh, always played a part in my life. I, I, I laugh about it now because I remember when I was a kid putting together mixtapes with cassette tapes going off of a record player, and my daughter is now putting together mixtapes from Spotify lists. So, um, I, I, and I'm learning that too. So it's, it's, it's exciting for me to to see the, the transition. <laughs> That's great. Um, so... I'd like to just ask why um, and how you each became the organi- organizer of this in each of your towns. Why, why did this seem a great thing to do? I think all of you have been doing it now for several years since, since Make Music Day was introduced, uh, certainly to, to Connecticut. Um, and also, are there any partnerships, even though you've taken on the main organizing role, are there any partnerships, I wonder, that make it work well? What's your story, Jennifer, in Ridgefield? Well, I have you to thank, David, for introducing us to Make Music Day. And this is going to be our third year. And we are very fortunate here because we, like I said, have over 20 creative nonprofits in town. And we are a very collaborative group. So the first year, all I had to do was put out a few phone calls and we had our venues and uh-huh. this year it has grown more so. And uh, the, the, the nonprofits, everything from the Keeler Tavern to the Aldridge Museum, to the library, to the Playhouse, um, we, we all um, look forward to this day now. That's great. So 
you are the principal organizer and you simply work with with the venues that are that are right there eager to to cooperate yeah exactly that's great um kate um how does it work for you i guess also you are the expected organizer as uh, you do this kind of work during during the year um, absolutely um so we started participating in 2018 um our vice president of events here she happened to see uh, something online for a different city and immediately called Make Music Day and asked how we could get involved. Huh. Um, and just because of our relationships with our downtown businesses and a lot of the local um, like musicians and art committees, it made sense for us to be the point person or the, the people in charge because we had all those connections that we could bring together um, to make this successful. So. Yeah. Any particular partnerships that have evolved that have been um, particularly notable, or is it just a very wide range of individual venues? Yeah, I mean, we have great partnerships with a lot of the venues that participate every year, like Mill River Park and the Ferguson Library. So it's really nice to continue to grow those relationships and work on different projects with them. Um, this is one of our favorites that we get to do with all of our community partners. So in many ways, it's like a very, it's a mini festival in which you can really uh, work well with all of the other cultural groups. In absolutely, yeah. And when when reaching out for artists, it's nice to have connections to the different uh, organizations here in Stanford because they definitely help us put the word out and get musicians. Right, right. Um, so Mark in Norwalk, you've had an interesting journey, as you said. Um, you are a man of many parts, <laughs> working at the factory underground and being president yeah. of Wall Street Neighborhood Association and now chair of the Norwalk Arts Commission. So you're used to conducting <laughs> the orchestra yeah. of Norwalk um, organizations as well. Yeah, um, I would say I've become a good multitasker through all of these various <laughs> jobs. Um, it started for me because um, I had started the first Friday series of events that we had in Norwalk, and I ran First Friday, which was a, obviously a, a monthly event, um, the first Friday of each month, which we ran successfully for about two years. And so I always had a large network of musicians that I would call on to play these events. So that was kind of like doing a monthly Make Music Day in a way. Huh. And the idea for that for us came with, uh, seeing the work that Bridgeport had done with the Porch Fest, only I had envisioned taking Porch Fest and putting it into retail store environments so that we could in, uh, use music events to bring people into our stores and restaurants. So Make Music Day just became a natural, uh, you know, connection there because once uh, I heard about Make Music Day through you, David, as well, um, when it landed at my email, I said, you know what, this is this is already what we're doing. We're just doing it once in a year instead of once a month and which was a big sigh of relief and the first year we did it two years ago we did 40 independent music events throughout Norwalk wow. and uh this year we have less but uh we do have four or five different site locations and I'm very pleased with what's happening this year that's great and Mark Barnhart in Fairfield so I think um although you're <laughs> sitting in for Lou Human from uh Fairfield uh, theater company were you always was the town always involved or was it really a um 
did, did you become involved um, subsequently? No, this has always been a collaboration. Uh, we've been very fortunate to uh, have Lou as our volunteer organizer for this event. I don't think I could uh, possibly do this without, without her. Uh, she's been instrumental, but it's been a great uh, partnership uh, between Lou and her connections with FTC and obviously the music community, artists uh, in general, and the town. And uh, I work with the local uh, merchants and businesses, obviously. And so, um, you know, between the two of us, we've got both the musical uh, performers covered as well as uh, potential venues. So we do out, I do outreach to um, uh, potential venues and other, other folks that would like to make use of their space to host uh, musical performance. And, and Lou and her group has been uh, helpful in terms of making the connections with uh, mu musicians uh, that want to play. So it's been a great uh, partnership collaboration and we've been doing this now for, I think this is our uh, third or fourth year uh, as well. So it's, it's, it's growing every year. Uh, last year yeah. with the pandemic, we had a little bit of a uh, step back, but, uh, but we did persevere and uh, this year we're back on track. So great. And Suzanne, obviously Make Music Day is a kind of an outgrowth of what, you, what you've been doing with the Bridgeport Art Trail, especially in terms of uh, coordinating right. uh, artists from around the, the right. area. Right, and we had spent a lot of time originally on the visual arts, and so it was always then an interest to include performers and musicians, and we still have more work to do in that area. But I would say we've really been um, actively uh, working with more musicians. And this is kind of related to um, the events that we're doing once a month um, called Arcade, which is um, working with Ursa Gallery and City Lights Gallery and City Lights Vintage to create what I call as an art access along Broad Street, um, going to the arcade and coming up the steps and coming to our gallery. Uh, where we have busker type music that happens um, the fourth Saturday, a weekend of the month. And uh, the next one's going to be with WPKN on June 26th. But for June 21st, primarily, I thought about it. I said, okay, it's a Monday. So school is out. So you can't really do a party thing like at the Bijou Theater or the Cabaret or a live broadcasting, you know, type party. So um, I thought, okay, well, people go out for lunch still. And then um, the zoo is open. And uh, so we decided to try again our hand at the busker idea. Um, huh. Rick Reyes, um, who's worked with you with Saver City, he's calling his project Saver City Buskers. Um, <laughs> Uh, and through the little bit of money that we uh, were able to raise and we're grateful to the funds we got from the uh, state of Connecticut. We have four buskers that will uh, groups that will be downtown in Bridgeport. Michael Dunham will do is a vocalist. He'll do jazz, R&B, funk and right. Motown. Um, and he'll be at grill. So we thought we'd also connect to the to the restaurants and the businesses. So oh. I don't know if you want me to go into that now, but just like the arcade event that we did, we thought that this could be a response to help people as they're coming out of the pandemic to actually bring attention to local businesses and also right. to give some money to the artists as well. Right. Well, you raise a number of interesting points, um, just like Mark, um, using this as, as an opportunity to really engage businesses in mm -hmm. the arts 
um, right. and to um, you know pull people together. And it's interesting, mm-hmm. Colin, um, just in asking, you've already indicated how you got started on this, which w- it was a result of a placemaking project, the sh- uh, Shaping Community placemaking project we, w- we were running a couple of years ago. And so that is interesting how you can bring a sense of place to um, parts of the town through the use of music and through pulling all kinds of musicians together into into a place. Right. Um, yes, the, uh, the Arts Alliance of Stratford was uh, heretofore known as the Cultural, uh, the Coastal Arts Guild. And we recently rebranded ourselves back to uh, putting Stratford in the name to uh, reinforce that idea that we were a part of the Stratford community. And although most of the members, I would say 95% of the members are visual artists, there has been a uh, a desire on the part of the initial founders. Uh, Debbie Gilbert Taylor was the founder of the organization. We're now on the third name, but it's still the same group. And um, her, her vision back then was to have uh, musicians and filmmakers and all kinds of arts involved. And so when I came on, you asked how I ended up with being the director of this. Out of the group, I was the only musician and they all turned to me and said, uh, would you do this? <laughs> so I, I raised my hand and said, sure, I guess I'll do that. And it's been um, very interesting. Uh, the the thing that's happened over over the years is we started out with this gangbuster kind of approach where we had the first year we had thirteen stages and over over a hundred musicians involved, huh. and we put that together in about six weeks. And then we did pretty much the same thing the following year, and then when COVID came along, um, we had kind of brought a new member on board, Megan Bono McCool, and she had the capabilities to help us bring the whole thing online. So last year's effort was entirely online, all pre-recorded, and over the course of the day, we produced twelve hour a 12-hour stream of music. So we kind of roll with the punches here. And this year... Our evolution has been, because we have such a small volunteer base, is we decided to be in one location. And many of you are probably familiar with the Shakespeare Theater, which for many years was part of the Stratford landscape. And it burned down uh, just about two years ago. And that allowed uh, or unleashed a tremendous amount of energy directed towards that site. And we had what they call the Phoenix Festival, which had a lot of music and artists from all over the place Mm. involved in that. And a market developed out of that where Tom Dillon, one of our citizens, is running a market that started in December and was drawing a thousand plus people to an outdoor market in the middle of the winter. And so our event this year will be at the Shakespeare site on Make Music Day and we'll incorporate an artisan's market and food trucks. Uh-huh. So it will be so, quite an extravaganza. 
So um, back to that theme of placemaking, you're really focusing now on this place that's really going through uh, quite an evolution now as you're try all trying to figure out how, how this very important place in, in Stratford will be used in the future. Yes, and, and one step that happened this year was that uh, the mayor stepped up and granted us uh, the use of the showmobile, which is um, an asset the town has. And the Mighty Quinn Foundation, one of our, our past collaborators, had offered us a stage. So we'll have two stages, which we can alternate back and forth. Great. I just, just very briefly, I just wanted to ask everybody whether they found it easy to to get people to sign up, um, is it just a no-brainer? Do people come flocking, or do you really have to go out digging? Um, for since, since I was last, I'll just go first. <laughs> um, the uh, we didn't really have much difficulty in getting people. We have a total of uh, six acts for Make Music Day, and we have will be part of the market the day before. Um, so we, we're actually presenting music over two days, and we have six acts for that as well. And it was pretty easy to get people to do it. Uh, Mark? Uh, yeah, I, I, we haven't had any issue here in terms of getting signups. In fact, we're having, we have the largest uh, participation uh, in, the, in the history of our program uh, which is relatively new, but uh, but we've got, um, I think, last told over three dozen individual performers across uh, close to 50 different performances across 14 venues, which is by far the most uh, that we've seen. Uh, so we've had a great, uh, great response from the community. Really looking forward to it. Um, and is the space left? Is anybody uh, still uh, welcoming new people? Um, Stanford, we we are. We always take people up into the last minute because it's, oh, it's hard to say no. You know, if someone yeah. wants to participate, we'd love to have them. Right. Sure. Yes, yeah, same here with Ridgefield. We still have some spots open and uh, we keep it open again and until the last minute. Even that day, if there's an empty space, people can bring their instruments and perform. And Fairfield as well. Yeah, that's great. If you're just joining us, this is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County with our June edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, our monthly interview show on WPKN 89.5 FM. Today, we're talking with the organizers from the six towns in our region that are celebrating Make Music Day 2021, the worldwide celebration of music on the summer solstice, June 21st. They are Colin Healy, musician and architect with the Arts Alliance of Stratford, Suzanne Kachmar, director of City Lights Gallery in the Bridgeport Art Trail, Mark Barnhart, director of community and economic development for the town of Fairfield, Mark Allen, chair of the Norwalk Arts Commission, Kate Cook with Stamford Downtown, and Jennifer Delora, member of the Ridgefield Arts Council. Um, again, briefly, everybody, is there any, any great moments you remember? I'm just trying to think about now we've, you've been doing this for uh, three, three or four years. Um, and I'm wondering if, you, if there are any great moments that you remember, if, if, you know, the impact that this, is, this has made, um, whether it started anything new, opened new doors, or um, 
Anything you remember, uh, Kate? Um, well, my favorite year to date was 2019 because in addition to Make Music Day, we were running an exhibit that was called The Portal. And it was a shipping container that when you walked inside had a oh, full length yeah. screen that could connect you to other countries. Um, and so The Portal was was downtown for the whole summer. But on that specific day, we had musicians go and play with musicians all over the world. So oh. it was a really cool experience. Um, just they were musicians on the other side as well. So there were people collaborating and it was, it was very fun hmm. and memorable. Right, um, Jennifer. Yeah, it was our first year, um, two, two years ago. And um, John Batiste was playing at the Ridgefield Playhouse. And thanks to them, we had an appearance by him and also um, had a use of a Steinway piano for the day. Uh, we put it in the Ridgefield uh, Conservatory of Dance, which is right on Main Street. And people all day long were coming by and playing this piano. And it just, it was such a great experience to see the community coming in and playing and singing along and waiting for John Batista. And when he finally came in, you know, it was, he, he walked in as this little boy had been playing the piano and he was saying to his mom that he didn't want to continue piano lessons. And as he's playing, John Batiste comes up behind him and starts playing along with him the song. Oh my God. And the little boy is, is continuing his lessons and probably still today, uh, thanks to that really terrific moment between somebody who's achieved such success and this, this little kid starting out. What a great story. Thank you. Um, Suzanne, you have something. Yeah, um, well, this is uh, was interesting, you know, with All Live. The first year we were extremely ambitious. You know, we hired hula dancers and had drumming and we had projection art on a wall near the Bijou Theater. We had a live broadcast at night in the Bijou and it was broadcast on WPKN, but... We had somebody at WPKN who was a new programmer and we had like two, we had the radio show that a recording of something that happened. I mean, we had two streams of sound happening at the same time. Wow. And then a child pulled a fire alarm in the building and everybody had to evacuate. It was one of those wonderful years, but everything still it ended up being beautiful. At the end of the night, um, there was this, um, a young boy of Mexican um, heritage, his parents were from Mexico. He did Imagine on the stage with um, a Mexican singer from another band and um, with Rick Reyes as well. And it was just so beautiful to have that. That was really beautiful ending after our crazy evening. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good. Great. So um, maybe we could move into talking about uh, your program this year. Um, any highlights, the types of musicians, anything notably different you're doing this year? Um, and I know each of you have two clips that we can play as we go through of um, some of the examples of the music that uh, you'll, uh, you'll be playing. So, um, Let's just go alphabetically this time. We can go from Bridgeport, Fairfield, Norwalk, Ridgefield, Stamford, and um, 
Stratford. Let's start with Suzanne. Um, All right. Did you want to, you want me to uh, talk about the two clips or just in general? The whole um, show? Whatever you can talk in okay. general, sort of what, what, what you're doing differently this year. And then you can introduce the clips as, uh, as you were moved. Yeah. Okay, well, we do have four buskers so far for downtown, as we said, and right. um, hmm. it got to the point where I really didn't know where to put one, and one is acoustic because he plays trombone, and it's Nathan Perez, and so I said, how about strolling trombone? So we're going to have someone who's going to go to a few different spots. Funchal Americana will be one. Huh. And I was thinking of places that have good acoustics, like near the Barnum Museum and um, People's Bank would be another site. We also have a father-daughter duo. Um, the dad has a voice kind of like Randy Newman, and he just writes really quirky, interesting songs. And his daughter... I couldn't tell you how old she is, but she looks like a 15 year old, but you know, at my age, 60 years old, everybody looks a lot younger. So um, <laughs> she, um, she has a voice like Maria Moldauer. I mean, the voices are fabulous, but together it's so beautiful to see the father and daughter team play. And, you know, he, the, I, every once in a while, Chloe Zerkowski looks over at her dad, Rich, and like, just for like reassurance or whatever, as she's performing, but the, it's really beautiful. They did the Shakespeare Market um, a last Sunday because we've been doing, um, we've been working with the Shakespeare Market to bring music there as we try to launch something at Shakespeare as well, our neighbors. Um, so, but th so they'll be great. And they're going to be on the steps um, near the uh, Cabaret Theater and City Lights. Okay, then, so, shall, we, shall we hear them now? Okay, sure. Rich, we... Rich, it's called Everybody Wins is the name of their uh, band. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, they're so great. They're so great to watch. Um, one of the things that we're doing not with buskers is the flower pot music. We, um, you know, Make Music Day a foundation wanted to do something in zoos, and they um, um, uh, commissioned Elliot Cole to create a piece um, uh, for, that to be played on flower pots. So it's a percussion piece to be played on flower pots. So a local teacher here for the Regional Center of the Arts um, has 13 students that are going to meet him at Beardsley Park Zoo. His name is Anthony DeQuatro, and his students are going to learn the piece that day, 
for, and then at one o'clock, they're going to perform it on the Peacock Pavilion at um, Beardsley Park. And then they're going to do a set of jazz standards that they learn at RCA. So that's something different. Great. But then also, um, we have another musician who's going to be downtown, who's a vocalist that does R&B and jazz and soul. And he's Michael Dunham. And he's a WPKN programmer. And he'll be at Grill 2. Uh, which is downtown, and I could get you the address of Grill 2. It is 1020 Broad Street. So he'll be outside. If the weather isn't that great, they'll be indoors. So Okay. Um, let's move on to Fairfield. Um, and Mark, what would you, we've got two clips I know from, we've got Molly Murphy and the Low Darts. Yeah, before we get to those clips, thanks, David. Uh, I just want to mention a few other highlights uh, very briefly. At 12 noon, we'll have uh, uh, Chris France and Tina Weymouth uh, of the Talking Heads that will be ringing uh, the gong as part of the global uh, This Moment in Time in remembrance of uh, folks uh, struggling with COVID who have lost their lives and the impact that it's had on the global community. Well, that's um, great. And at, at 12, I'm we sorry, had, go ahead, David. We had interviews. We had uh, Chris on this show a couple of months ago um, interviewing him, and I didn't get around to asking him whether he would take part in Make Music Day. So it's great. Well, Lou, Lou is very persuasive, so she managed to, to get them to participate. And that'll be followed by a bucket, a drum circle with instructions from Jim Royal at the gazebo on Sherman Green at 1230. The, there's free uh, drumsticks for the first uh, 15 attendees. And similarly, uh, at three o'clock in front of the main public library, there's our harmonica huddle uh, with instruction from Bill Henning, uh, where we have uh, free harmonicas for the first 25 attendees. So just giving you a, a sampling of some of the events, yeah. but as you mentioned, uh, we're very happy to have uh, Fairfield native and current Nashville resident Molly Murphy uh, back in town to join us for Make Music Day Fairfield uh, she has three performances scheduled throughout the day at the Sherman Green Gazebo downtown, as well as in Southport and uh, J.B. Percival, which is a, a venue downtown as well. So uh, why don't you cue up the, the clip if you would. Okay. Uh, this, I think, is what you're living. Murphy. I don't know if you have one second more, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Low Darts, which is a band of comprised of students from uh, Andrew Ward uh, High School. They'll be playing. They played last night, I believe, downtown, but they'll be playing at the FDC parking lot at 630. I think you have a clip from them as yeah. well. Yeah, coming right up. This is uh, 
a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Technical difficulties. great i could go on listening to that for a while me uh, too <laughs> very impressive that's great okay well thank you mark um moving on to um norwalk and um mark allen um so what's um what do you what's the range of your program anything um okay ordinary go ahead Sure. So in the Wolf area, one of the things we're doing this year is uh, we are uh, we're, we've been able to close down one of our streets and we're going to have an outside stage there. And um, I've got three or four different bands playing and, and solo artists playing on that stage there. Uh, that's on River Street between Burnell Boulevard and Wall Street. Huh. And um, one of the bands there is um, my friend Steve Slasso. He's the musical director for Jose Feliciano. And uh, when he, in his, in his spare time, he has a band that does, you know, they're like a horn rock band with, so they do like a range of music from Tower of Power to Tom Jones. It's a really fun band. Huh. And, um, and I also have the uh, Sono Collection Mall is actively partnering with us this year. So they're going to host musical performances throughout the mall. Fantastic. And that's going to be uh, bands on the roof in their Sono Garden um, and there's going to be various musicians playing throughout the various places inside the mall, including members of the Norwalk Symphonic Orchestra, which I'm really excited about. Huh. So we have a diverse range of music. We have a ukulele group called, uh, called the Kooks, who are like 35 ukulele players that do a sing-along. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And so it everything from orchestral to blues to, to rock to folk, uh, we, ha we have it all in all. Um, now you've got a clip from um, Tom the Suit Forced, late night. Training. Yeah, Tom the Suit Forced is a yeah. He's a he's an award-winning uh, blues artist who uh, is performing uh, at the Sona Clutch Mall uh, on the roof. I think he's playing about four p.m. Okay, let's let's hear a little clip from from this piece. This is Late Night Train. this off so short, short so I mean we've got a great example of uh, from um, great recorded artists to uh, um, the um, harmonica huddles this uh, shows how we 
how Make Music Day really does bring together professionals with, uh, with uh, amateurs. Um, you've got a second clip we can, um, uh, Brian Larney. Yeah, the second clip, Brian Larney is, a, he's actually from uh, Bridgeport, but uh, he's around Norwalk a lot. He's a super talented singer uh, that I've worked with for a number of years, and I'm happy to have him come play with us. Okay, this is just a small, short clip from Writer's Rain. Carefully, I close the door. Don't want to wake the neighbors. But you see me, culpable, I'm sure. A moment you can Okay, um, so let's move along to Ridgefield with Jennifer. What um, do you have to point out in your program? Well, we have an exciting uh, two days, actually, of events. Um, we are celebrating, obviously, the reopening um, after COVID and also our designation as the first cultural district in Connecticut. Uh, we start out with Ju on June 20th with concerts in Ballard Park. And for those attending the concerts in Ballard Park, the Ridgefield Playhouse is giving away tickets to the performance that night um, of Elliot Lewis. And we also have um, an event at the Aldridge Music by Andrew McCalso um, in conjunction with their Frank Stella exhibit. On Monday, we have a lot of events and participatory events. Um, we have a very exciting collaboration at the Lounsbury House between the Ridgefield Symphony Orchestra. Members of their orchestra will be playing and three artists from the Ridgefield Guild of Artists will be painting the music. And at the end of the show, the paintings will be finished and will be available for sale. We also have a child's version of that at the Aldridge um, with members of the West Con Youth Orchestra playing and children from town are welcome to come with their paints. Paints will be available there um, to, to paint along with the music there. We have sing-alongs. Um, the Peter Weichel Jazz Band will be playing at Lounsbury House. They're awesome. Um, we have karaoke. We also we have a drum circle. Um, so there's, there's just so much to mention. And one of the bands that I'd like to feature is um, a band called the Ridgefield Jazz Giants. This is a group a young, of young musicians. They met in high school and have continued on in their lives, but they keep coming back and getting together to play and they're pretty awesome. Excellent, here they are. Great. Um, um, let's um, play a little bit from the low darts as well. Um, anything you want to point out about the low darts, Jennifer? Um, I honestly don't know who that is. I, I oh, have oh five, I'm sorry. No, no, no. The five o'clocks? The five o'clocks. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. The, the five o'clocks is just a great, um, they're a great Connecticut group. They play all over Connecticut and um, they play original music and also covers of other, other musicians. So. Okay. 
Okay, here they are. Thank you, Jennifer, and thank you, the Fiver, Fiver Clocks. On to Stanford, uh, Kate. Yes. You have a um, so one thing we've learned that works best for Stanford, we're a pretty small, dense area downtown. Um, so we've learned less locations, more music at those locations. Uh -huh. So we're actually only featuring six locations this year, but they're in central areas. So, um, you know, people dining at restaurants at lunchtime in Columbus Park area. There's eight or nine restaurants there that will all be able to enjoy the music in that location. And um, so it's easier for us to manage for sure, um, but seems to be more effective. And one thing that um, is new for us this year, we're having multiple groups uh, present like end of year recitals during, during Make Music Day. So there's a piano instructor that's doing her recitals and we're really excited to be working with um, Project Music, which is an organization yes. here that offers free music education and mentoring and everything. So they're going to be doing their end of the year celebration in Latham Park. Excellent. Um, and also, as I had previously mentioned, the piano project, the painted pianos we have, are definitely going to add another layer of pop-up performances because the 25 pianos are open to play all day. So Great. that'll be more of an organic, you know, walk up and play kind of performance. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, we've got a clip from Sean O'Reilly. Yes. He is a harp player okay. um, and we're very excited to have him. We're also, um, quickly, we're doing, we're also piloting a program this year called Street Beats. So every Thursday night from six to eight, we'll have multiple musicians just playing on the street, um, entertaining outdoor diners and people. So essentially like a busker. And so we're doing that through June through August, every Thursday. So Sean is also going to be participating in that program. Okay, here, here he is. Oh, this isn't, yeah. Oh, this isn't. This is Jahan. Oh, I'm sorry. I did That's get mixed okay. up. Is this right? Are you forced and unfamed? Do we live by the name? My courage down the drain, and I fear I fail you again. But looking past the gloom, all muddled and confused, this melody it's the truth of my song. Sorry, I got those confused. And, uh, uh, Jehan Nostra? Jehan yes, he's Nostra. actually a local. Uh, he's born and raised here at Stanford, and he's a hip-hop artist who um, oh, great. Is, is blowing up right now, you could say. He's okay. working really hard. Yo, 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 yo,
Well, that's a couple of really nicely contrasting clips. Uh, thank you. Kate. I should mention also that song that you just played was called Welcome Home and it's about Stanford. So it's great. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Colin, of course, we're, our time is running out. Um, Tell us a little about your, oh, you've told us uh, quite a bit about how you're focusing on the, on the park. So um, on the, the 20th, which is our, our support for market day, we're starting out with the Walking Wood Mandolin Quartet. I'm one of the people in that group. Uh -huh. I play the mandola uh -huh. and we play folk music, original pieces, TV themes, anything you can imagine but we are one of the only uh, mandolin quartets in the entire country. Um, and Shannon McMahon, who is a folk singer, uh, singer songwriter will follow us. Then David Coller, C-O-L-L-E-R. He's a wonderful singer, a great sort of uh, very professional voice for a folk singer and a great guitar player. Then Myra and I, who've been playing together since we were teenagers, Myra is my wife, and uh -huh. we're now both solid senior citizens. We'll be playing our uh, homemade music on homemade, or I should say, handmade and antique instruments. And Samantha Feliciano will follow us on harp, and she plays jazz, blues, and all sorts of other arrangements on harp. And finally, Storytime Bob Edwards who mixes a healthy dose of storytelling in with his music. And then for Make Music Day itself, I just have to go to the right schedule here. We have five acts and uh, it starts with Yotis. You asked about great moments that we had. Yotis is a fellow who has basically grown a family band and uh, he brings his family band with him uh, each year, and he'll be starting off. Then there'll be a rock band called the 34s, a singer-songwriter, Mike Hatfield, who has a real edgy kind of uh, rock uh, background. Many of these play people play with bigger ensembles, but today, he's, that day, he will be solo. Um, and we'll have Nina we just Nina have time for one clip. Um, which would you okay. like? Uh, I'm going to have you take the the um, our final band, which is Drop awesome. Party. Okay. And they play jazz, funk, and soul with Here horns. Here they go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, thank you, everyone. That's uh, wonderful music to go out on. And I wish you all the best with uh, fabulous Make Music Day, good weather, and um, many enthusiastic participants. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, this is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County. This has been the June edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, a monthly live interview show on WPKN 89.5 FM. Today, we were talking with the organizers of the six towns in our region who will be celebrating Make Music Day 2021, the worldwide celebration of music coming up on the summer solstice, June 21st. Our guests today were Colin Healy from the Arts Alliance of Stratford, Suzanne Kachmar, Director of City Lights Gallery in the Bridgeport Art Trail, Kate Cook with Stamford Downtown, Mark Barnhart from the town of Fairfield, uh, uh, Jennifer Delora with the Ridgefield Arts Council. If you missed part of the broadcast or just want to hear it again, you can hear the show on WPKN podcasts on SoundCloud. I'm David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County. Please tune in Monday, July the 12th for the next edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture.